0: Shannon.
1: I am Rami. Hello. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. And I was thinking about this intro and I was gonna go one way, Shannon, and I decided, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe (laughs) I'll uh, adjust and go a different way. And Now that I'm here, I'm in a hole, and I need you to tell us what we're talking about this week.
0: (laughs) Rami, what a beautiful introduction for our episode this week that's about pivot points.
1: (laughs) I love it. It worked out really well.
0: Yeah, look at that. So, So yeah, so this week we're talking about a concept called pivot points. And I learned about, I would say it's an exercise. I learned about this exercise on a super old podcast. I don't even know if they're still podcasting, called Radical Candor way back in the day, but it really struck a chord with me. And so really today, I'm just going to walk you through like, hey, here's how you do the exercise. And uh, I'm going to ask Rami to be my guinea pig and pick an example with him.
1: They're still posting. So. Oh, they're they still exist. posting.
0: That's great. Yeah, they still exist. This is maybe like one of their first five episodes. Okay, so essentially pivot points is an exercise all about helping you figure out what you really stand for and what makes you tick. So I think it can be helpful for folks who are in a time of uncertainty or feeling shaky about who they are. So I listened to this episode shortly after I quit Target as an example Ooh. and I was like, "Whoa, this is like going to be the most helpful thing for me to get my bearings again and get a sense of like who am I really in the world?" And even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, "Oh shit, there's a client that I need to send this to right now." <laughs> bookmark write that down uh okay so essentially it goes like this find a buddy like somebody that you feel comfortable with and start I mean ask for their permission for like you know an hour of their time or something but share your life or career story with them and go back as far as you want so for me when I did this exercise I don't think I actually did it with somebody else but like I literally went back to like I think probably when I was 12 or 13 because that was when I had first started working not like outside the family farm working. So go back Sorry, as far you as you at want.
1: 12 like had a job?
0: Uh, at at 13 I was teaching piano.
1: What? Yeah,
0: I Wisconsin
1: I, child labor laws are non-existent.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I was, my sister was the principal at an elementary school and she was like, Hey, um, I think there's a market here for, for kids who want to take piano lessons. Do you want to teach piano lessons and make some money to save for college? I was like, yeah, I want to do that. So I was 13 and I essentially started my own business and I taught piano. How old were the kids
1: you were teaching? Um,
0: like between first and fourth grade. But remember I was young, like 13, I was going into ninth grade. 13 to 14, 14 to 15, 15 to 16. Yeah, because I didn't turn 16 until I was a junior in high school. So I was going into ninth grade and I was teaching first through sixth graders.
1: Weird. So like a three, like at max, a minimum, like a three grade gap.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so like I went back to that place, but you would essentially share your story with them. And you would identify the pivot point moments, a time where you made a change, made a decision, or took a stand for something. So I can offer an example that came from my from my early, early, early days. When it was fun to remember this, when I was in high school, they were going to cut the budget for the music department in our high school. Mm -hmm and give more funding to the athletic department because the football team had like made it to state so many years in a row or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I took a stand and I said, this is bullshit. (laughs) And I started a benefit concert called Move the Music. And I had totally forgotten about this until I was 30, reflecting on this thing that I did when I was 15 to take a stand for music in our schools. And so it was helpful to go back and through this exercise and remember moments like that to see there are other pivot points that I could speak to that Mm -hmm. speak to like this value that I have of taking a stand or advocating for other people, or I wouldn't say this is a social justice in that sense, but advocating for equity maybe, and a broader theme of things, that it was really powerful for me to like, reroute and anchor into that after a 10 year corporate career where I had maybe forgotten that part of myself and there are other examples that would lend itself to that theme but that's just one example I like that yeah Rami what's an example that comes to mind
1: hold on before we get there (laughs) I think it's really interesting because there's so much of you that is that now Uh and I wonder like if just reflecting on it reminded you of that and you're like, I really like doing that. So like, how else can I apply that to other places? And I almost see it as like you wanting to serve the underserved. Yes. Regardless of what that means, right? If it's the music department is underserved in terms of actual money, like you want to get them more money. If it's this group of people are underserved because society, like you want to help those people. So I think it's, It's fascinating because I would say like, that's a core tenet of who I think of Shannon as. Mm. And so it's interesting for you to say like, oh, I didn't, I forgot about that for a while. Like that was, it was there, but I just like forgot that it was a part of me.
0: Yes. And it can be really powerful. And I would say that there are pivot point moments where I can find that maybe were helpful for me to acknowledge like what a past value or belief was. Like for example, me starting to teach piano at the age of 13 Well, yes, there's some positive in that of like, look at how entrepreneurial she was. One of my pivot points that I remember to this exercise too was I stopped playing sports so I could grow my business. (laughs) You guys, that's showing us from a very young age what my relationship was to money and work. (laughs) So it can be illuminating on both fronts. Like what are the things that you have taken a stand for that are helpful and supportive to remember. And what are the things that you can see like, Ooh, there's a common thread here. And maybe now it's time for me to make a pivot and choose again from that place too. I like that. So Rami, what is a pivot point example that sticks out in your life?
1: Uh, I really like bringing different groups together because I think there's lots to be found within different like diversity of thought. Um, and I remember doing it in high school. We, uh, this is a, a dumb story. it's um, not I, though. This I is I the point a very of the
0: exercise.
1: <laughs> no, the story itself is dumb. The, I got a very eclectic group of people together, like very eclectic, um, to TP everybody during, uh,
0: homecoming not, week.
1: Well, we have incoming week because of some old thing that happened a long time ago where we like shared a school with another building and then it was the week that we like came into our new building and so we actually have homecoming and we have incoming um but i got a really eclectic group of people together and we chose very eclectic people to tp so that no one would know what was going on Oh, so we'd okay. get to school the next day and like three random people would be like, I got TP'd And people were like, all right, well, we have no idea who TP'd them because like, why would they choose the three? Like you teepee your friends or like your rivals. You don't just TP random people.
0: Yeah. And what made you make that choice? Like, why did you do that thing?
1: I really like messing with people. Okay. And if you can no. mess with people on a large scale, <laughs> then you you put in the energy and the effort. But I think the big thing was it was really fun for me to like get a bunch of people who normally wouldn't interact together to interact together. And it wasn't until towards the end of my tenure when I started at target, when I started doing, um, design thinking. And that's like the biggest thing in design thinking is like, get a bunch of random people together. And like, we're going to have an interesting conversation. And, and now you're going to meet people from other parts of the company and you may now become friends with them. Right. Because you didn't know, this person who is a designer, because why would you ever interact with a designer, right? Or like, you wouldn't know this person in transportation, or you wouldn't know this person in whatever it was. And so I think starting to do that, and even having done it in my past few roles, like connecting and doing design thinking with very different people from the company reminds me of that moment in high school, where it was like, Oh, I like doing this, because after that, those people like stayed friends, right? And they would have had no reason to have ever interacted had we not decided to just mess with everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's when you initially were a smart ass with your answer and like, so what do you think that might mean about you or what you value, of course, I, I immediately thought of what was the program at Target that you were a part of? It was something with was it leap? I, I yeah, say leap. it with frogs, yeah. <laughs> I think about frogs, but I remember you being a part of that. And I think it's like speaks to your value for two things. I would say inclusivity, like you valuing that and bringing diversity of thought to the table. So it can be interesting to think about, like, how how early on maybe that was a glimmer of, like, who you are and what you stand for. Another yep. one that sticks up for me is, like, I was – did you have peer mediators in your middle school? Peer
1: mediators? Yeah. Like, were people getting into fights and someone <laughs> would, like, have to break it up?
0: Not physical – but it was like, I am tr- i don't even remember emotional? any of the scenarios, but it was like emotional. Yeah. And what? so like you would get elected by your class to be like, who are the people that are going to be the peer mediators in our middle school to like basically be a counselor for fellow students who are dealing with conflict between each other. And I was a peer mediator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I thought, of
1: course you were. Of thought, course you what? were.
0: <laughs> but it's like these parts of ourselves that maybe we forget. Or I think, if I think about going back to the pivot, like, I think I chose. Like, I think I must have raised my hand. I was like, yeah, sure, I'd be willing to do that. So it's like, oh, why did I choose that? Oh, because I value, like, human connection and helping people solve problems and, like, helping people find solutions and ways forward. Like, hello. Oh, look, now I'm doing that again 20 years later. (laughs) So it can be a fun exercise.
1: I will admit when we had talked about this episode. And even when we started recording this episode 11 minutes ago, I had no idea what we were talking about. (laughs) Uh, But now if I can, if I can summarize, I think it's how do we go back through our lives and our careers and think about those big moments and reflect on if we're still, um, still, Shining that light in the same way on those things that were important to us at certain points in our lives, that are a, a intrinsic part of us, that may be underfed currently.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's a great way to put it. And thinking about it, if this hasn't been clear, I just want to underscore this: it's not about going past, going to the past, and making a timeline of like the highlights. No, this isn't the highlights. This is the time that you pivoted, that you made the change, that something shifted, and figuring out what that says about you. Because it would be easy to be like, oh, well, the highlight was when I did that cool project at Target and I won an award. Like, no, that's not going to help you get at the thing you value. It's like, oh, well, why did you choose to move from that job to this job? Why did you choose to move from Minneapolis to LA? Like, weather. Whatever it is. We don't is. have snow.
1: We don't have snow, Shannon. <laughs>
0: It's very rarely below
1: 60 degrees. (laughs) I can run almost every day of the year. Uh, And it rains uh, maybe 10 days. And rain here is not rain. It's uh, like a drizzle. Like you could still run in rain here. I know you didn't want my answer, but I'm going to keep talking about how nice the weather is in California. I
0: mean, (laughs) good for you. I'm so happy for you. It's It's not yet warm nice enough for that here in Minneapolis. Okay, so that is the pivots exercise in a nutshell. Find somebody to tell your story to, or swap stories with, or I'll try to post a worksheet on our LinkedIn page, which will hopefully exist by the time (laughs) this episode releases, um, to really identify like, oh, what are those places that I need to change? And maybe can I find the, the five core values that maybe are popping to the surface on who I am? And what I can anchor into as I think about what I want to move forward with next. I love it.
1: I love it, Shannon.
0: With that, I've been Shannon. Oh, shoot. We need to say that they should connect with us.
1: I mean, you guys know at this point, connect (laughs) with us on Instagram, on LinkedIn, at Workplace Hugs. Tell us what you thought. Tell us if there are specific pivot points that you're remembering now. And you're like, oh, I really wish I invested more time in teaching people piano and how I got to invest in others and maybe now you'll want to invest in others and if that if you find a a golden moment like that let us know we'd love to amplify that and 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 support you with that
0: absolutely with that I've been Shannon
1: (laughs) and I have been Rami and this has been workplace Dogs.